Just before we begin this episode on elements of theatre composition, we are trying a new format for these episodes, more conversational in tone. Uh, we hope you enjoy them. Feel free to give your feedback at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today another special episode of The Aside with our guest Andrew Byrne, who is on the Com, the Committee of Management for Drama Victoria, who each month supports The Aside podcast. Today we are talking about the elements of theatre composition, specifically contrast. Without further ado, I bring you Andrew Byrne. I'm going to contrast you right now and talk in a monotone, boring tone. Thank you, Andrew. Do I have to maintain this for the whole episode? Do I have to maintain this? I don't think I can. I can't. Okay, no, I really can't. But there's an example of contrast. Yeah. Right. Now, contrast for most people... Uh, no, I won't say. I was going to say contrast for most people is going to be pretty clear because we talk about contrast all the time. Don't, no matter what artistic stream you're in, no matter what subject you're doing, contrast is important from science to English and everything in between. Mm. But what is contrast according to the VCAA? Well, according to the VCAA, contrast is the juxtaposition of seemingly different or opposing aspects or qualities Within the interpretation. Within the what? Within the interpretation. Within the interpretation? That's right. Within the decisions made by the director or the designers or the actors. Oh, I see. So when we get a script, mm-hmm. what we do is we read it and then we make choices. We take it from page to stage. And those and those choices are called a what? Interpretation. So if you and I have had the same script, even though it has the same stage directions, we're going to have a, what, a different result. Well, hopefully, yeah, because we're different people, so we see things differently. Well, good. We see them in a contrast. Oh, oh, yes, we have contrasting interpretations. (laughs) Great. Excellent. Because I think think when I was in high school, I used to be obsessed with doing the play right. I'd get these scripts and I'd go, okay, the writer says to do this. The, the, The information I looked up says to, we perform it this way. And I wasn't really able to... Uh, bring out my creativity and interpret it because I was obsessed with doing it quote-unquote right but there is no right way well yeah I mean what is the right way I'm I think most oh I don't know I'm, I'm putting in my mind into the mind of a playwright now right now and I'm not a playwright but they write a play they then want it to be brought to life on stage playwright, a playwright writes a play some will want you to do it exactly as written others will just provide you with text yep. and say go for it and some will say, well, your student's doing this work. Maybe you even want to edit it down. Cut some things. Do what Malthouse is doing with Cloud Street at the moment and reshuffle the order of the scenes. I mean, that's an interpretation, right? But specifically, this interpretation is about using contrast to enhance your version of this play. So, your well, vision. I, I think it can be used to enhance your interpretation. Again, with the elements doesn't have to be there if you don't want it to be there if, if contrast is not something that you want to focus on to make a point or to d- deliver a message or to um to really get a theme or an idea or an image across to the audience so y- y- is y- it possible to not use contrast yes absolutely wow how well, it's your interpretation. <laughs> a contrast is, the, I guess it is the purposeful juxtaposition of, of two things. If you're not, yeah, that's really important. If you're not yeah. doing it on purpose, yeah. contrast can be found anywhere. 
I can yep. go see a play and go, oh well, look, well that actor, that actor's performance style contrasted the other character slash actor's performance style. There's a contrast and the for this reason. And the director goes, I didn't do that on purpose. Well, that's your interpretation of the yeah. performance. So that's a, that's a whole nother. But as a director, I should have purpose and intent, and I should do things. With purpose and intent. <laughs> <laughs> I should do things on purpose. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> As a director, I should do things with purpose and intent. And that's what yeah. we're trying to get across, that these elements of theatre composition, think about these when creating work. And one of them you should think about is contrast. Yep. But it doesn't mean that it has to be there in, a, in an interpretation. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to imagine a piece without contrast. I'm thinking like a Beckett piece, something that has, n- has no variety in it whatsoever, like Crap's Last Tape or a piece of monologue. You could try to create a version with zero contrast but that would be an intention you would be trying to have no contrast because it's every play has light and shade i'm trying to imagine a play with zero contrast no juxtaposition no characters with different intent oh no because it's yeah, not just the play because the play could have contrast but your interpretation has none yeah i think we've got to think about this in in terms of production roles and what those designers or directors or actors what decisions they have made in their interpretation the script may have it but we're, we're not in theater studies we're not necessarily analyzing the script we're not analyzing the text we're analyzing the interpretation of the text yeah. Yeah, and that the text has context and the text de- demands research and understanding, mm-hmm. but what we're looking at is the vision. Mm-hmm. And does the vision have contrast? So so the text may have, may have contrasting characters or um, themes that contrast each other, but how does, the, how does the production team interpret that text for an audience? Do they make deliberate decisions on contrasting design elements or contrasting acting style, or contrasting energies, or you know, contrasting uh, colour palette for an audience. So it's really about the decisions that are made. Because yeah. contrast is usually used to emphasise something, or yes. to show a difference between this and that. Yeah, let's look simply. Black and white. Okay, the, the hero in, in the, the performance wears white, the villain wears black. One of us is louder. <laughs> and the other is more quiet and subdued. Yeah. And if you eliminate all of that, you've got no contrast. Yeah. All right. That's tough. Have you seen a piece with no contrast? I mean, it's probably a, a boring play if there's not some kind... Whether it's intentional or not, I, I think that there's naturally going to be some form of contrast. If, if you're th- talking about a lighting design and you're trying to create different moods, that's contrasting moods. Um, if you're in, using lighting and sound to to get those moods across to the audience, you know, a happy, a happy scene with, you know, bright colours and bright and bubbly music as opposed contrasted to a sad scene. If, 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 or, or a happy song over a sad scene and that juxtaposition of the, the happy song mm. and the sad scene and that's going to enhance the audience's experience mm-hmm. yeah so maybe if contrast is there if contrast is basically unavoidable as a director as a designer you should think about enhancing those moments for dramatic effect well hopefully yeah yeah and that's what contrast is great what are some examples um I, well i think 
lighting is a really great example of how you can use contrast. And I think we just talked about it then, you know, warm gels to create romantic scenes, cool gels to create a sense of conflict or detachment. Um, Even having a play that's got a wash across the whole stage and then they put a spotlight on one actor in one moment, in one pivotal scene to draw the, the audience's attention to that, to that actor in that moment. I mean, that's, there's contrast. Yes, from wide open to limited space. Yeah. The contrast of that space um, might enhance the feeling from an audience's perspective of how a character is feeling before they felt everything was wide and open and possibilities were endless, and then you show through lighting that change in that character's feelings by making their world smaller. Mm-hmm. So that They're way, feeling restricted, confined... Okay, and the contrast of those li- of those lighting states enhances an idea that you have about the piece. Yep. Great. So that's how you could use contrast. Or you could contrast of space, or where the actors are in the space, where they're standing in the space, how they move through the space, mm-hmm. how fast their pace is, how wide their gait is. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of things that you could use to contrast for purposeful effect. Yeah, well, again, with acting, if the you're looking at maybe a difference between a protagonist and an antagonist, and the, you know, the protagonist wanting to be, you wanting to get across to the audience that they're the good, good person, um, that they're the hero. Maybe they're using more sort of fluid and softer movements as opposed to the antagonist who's using jagged and rigid movements across the stage. Um, you know, in terms of energy as well that the actors can use on um, during a performance. I was also thinking about noises off. Um, and in terms of contrast, that's the, set. the name of a play. Oh yes, <laughs> noises off. Because uh, you could turn noise off, and that's a contrast. <laughs> noise on. That would be a contrast. So the fast <laughs> noise, noises off. The fast noises off. Yes. Who was that produced by uh, last year? Was that MTC? Oh, MTC yeah, it was MTC. Yeah. Um, so you know, half of the play is is the play in performance for an audience. The next act of the play is backstage, and using that revolving set, which of course you know we can all put a revolving set in our stages because our budgets are unlimited. But having that, you know, that contrasting stage of the perfect-looking um, interior of a house reversed to the to the backstage of a performance where things aren't as you know perfect or as well maintained. Well maintained, yes. So and that- and that mirrors the story. Well, it, it absolutely does. What we're seeing on one side, the facade, and then behind is the reality. Mm-hmm. Things are not going well behind the scenes. Things are not what they seem. Yeah, and that's one of the themes of Noises Off by Michael Frayn. And think about costumes, the contrasting in costumes to assist the audience to understand status of characters. If you've got a, a person coming out in really refined clothing, beautifully made, uh, made, beautifully structured, you can tell that it's maybe satins or silks, and then you've got someone coming out in ripped and torn clothing. Those contrasting use of materials and um, colour palettes will help the audience to understand there's a difference in status between these two characters. Yeah, okay. And contrast appears everywhere for mm-hmm. every production role, for every production area. Well, we'd hope so. Yeah. Okay. Andrew, thank you so much for giving us all your time. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That is all from us at The Aside. There are other episodes on elements of theatre composition and we have some resources available, including a PowerPoint with some clips and some questions you might like to ask your students about the elements of theatre composition, two posters and some more detailed explanations of the styles. Feel free to ask for those at asidepodcast at outlook.com. If you have any suggestions for a future episode or you would like to ask a question, do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. 
Thank you very much to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you very much to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.